0: Hello, welcome to Spirit Life Applied, Season 4, Episode 1. The season is Breaking Free, Episode 1 is Disentanglement. We're taking our lesson today from Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. In the Amplified, it says, In this freedom, Christ has made us free and completely liberated us. Stand fast then, and do not be hampered and held, ensnared, and submit again to a yoke of slavery. You know, I don't know about you, but I've been through some things in my life where God has had to deal with my mental strongholds. Maybe um, there were things that I just, I didn't grasp and I I had some wrong ideas. And the way that I viewed myself as, as a Christian, I had some strongholds in there. I oftentimes would uh, slip back into a works mentality. And The enemy would convince me that I had to be perfect in order to be saved. In so much that as a young person, I feared that I was losing my salvation from moment to moment if I was not always behaving and responding perfectly. And that was a form of slavery in my life. It was a form of bondage because Satan was... Causing me to uh, live in a, under a condemnation. You know, Romans 8 says, There is therefore now no condemnation. Those who in Christ Jesus who walk not after, after the flesh, but after the Spirit. I was walking after the Spirit to the best of my ability. But yet, somehow Satan had worked on me to the point that I was living in fear that I wasn't right with God. And that I could miss the rapture. That's a bondage. And you know, we we need to understand that there is a security for the believer. The person that is trusting in and is standing in the liberty that Christ has made, him, made us free in. You know, we're saved by grace through faith. God is so good. Jesus did such a complete work on Calvary. And there's so much in us that He wants to work and sanctify and bring us through and help us. And as we grow, we're going to learn that there's things that we've done or said or had mental uh, strongholds over that were wrong. And we need to repent of them. Even as a born-again believer, we're going to find these things as we grow in the Lord and we're going to realize that the grace of God has been covering us while we're in the process. We are justified while we're being sanctified. And that that I I knew that, but I didn't live it. I didn't walk it out in my heart in my daily um struggles. I I often thought, you know, oh, I'm going to I'm going to miss the rapture because I, you know, was impatient with someone or had some kind of, of, you know, misspoken word, you know, I reacted in a way that was ungodly. And I, I was, a, I lived in fear. And you know what? God doesn't want us to, to live like that. He has covered us with his blood and we are continually cleansed. The Bible says if we if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of his son cleanses us from all sin. It is a perpetual cleansing that happens as we go through life and as we grow in Christ. We are not going to be perfect. We are not going to be sinless. But we can trust Him if we will keep our eyes focused on Him, walking after the Spirit and not the flesh. Trusting in Him, the blood of Jesus will continually cleanse us. And when we feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit over something we said or we've done or we acted out, all we have to do is respond and say, Lord, forgive me. And He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So there was a mindset in me, you might say that it was a form of legalism, that had gripped my heart and kept me from realizing that I was living in a, in a miserable state. And it would make me tense and angry at times because I was so frustrated with myself for the lack of perfection. <laughs> oh. God wants to free us from that. No more. No more. By His grace, I'm empowered to walk out the will of God and to do what He has commanded me to do. And I love Him, and because I love Him, I'm going to keep His commandments to the best of my ability. And when I fail, He covers me with His blood. There is security for those who are walking in an active faith in the blood of Jesus, in His cleansing power. You know, in Colossians it says in chapter 2, verse 6 through 10, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in Him. You know, we are saved. In Ephesians it tells us we're saved by grace through faith. So, as we have received Christ. You know when we get saved. We just accept God's forgiveness. And the blood of Jesus just cleanses us. And we are set free. And it feels so amazing. To have all of that guilt lifted off of us. So he's saying here. As we receive salvation. We should walk it out daily. So when you get up in the morning. As a Christian that's born again, you need to walk in that freedom that God is enabling you to do what He's called you to do, and His blood is continually cleansing you. And as you seek to serve Him, you're going to walk after the Spirit, and you do not dwell under condemnation. No more condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. So, as we have received Christ by grace through faith, we can walk it out every day by grace through faith. The same way that we are saved is the same way we will continue to be saved. Verse 7 of of Colossians 2 says, Rooted and built up and established in faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving, beware. Lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells the fullness of God, Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. Who is the head of all principality and power? Amazing scripture there. So there's going to be some things that Paul is warning about and what had happened to the new testament church is there was so much that they were trying to to grasp understanding how to walk out this new relationship this new covenant that they had with with Jesus you see the jewish religion that they had learned under the law the old covenant that god had made with them had many strict r- rituals and rules for them to follow and it taught us and it taught them how that they actually could not be perfect enough by doing these things and yet what had happened is this new understanding of who how jesus became the perfect lamb sacrifice for all the sins began to be the revelation of truth and they begin to, to be born again, certain people would rise up and say, oh, but we have to keep this rule from the old covenant. Like we have to be, you know, have a circumcision and we have to uh, keep these laws about what kind of food we can eat and the list would go on and on. What kind of days we needed to observe. And all of the different rituals that they had been taught, It was there were these people called Judaizers that would try to bring in the old law and couple it with the new. And that's a mixture that God did not want. Because Jesus did a complete work on Calvary. Jesus did it all. And all we need to do is fully give ourselves to Him and let Him, by grace, through faith, perfect us into who He wants us to be. It's a process we're all in. So we've got to kind of grasp the fact that there are some things that we might need to be disentangled from, some mindsets. You know, as the children of Israel came out of the... uh, Egypt's slavery. They were slaves for 400 years. God delivered them mightily and they went out into the wilderness and they took 40 years to make an 11-day journey. (laughs) It's crazy, isn't it? Well, that's what happened. But you know what? It's a type and a shadow of how that when we are born again, we come out of the world, we come out of Egypt's bondage and we go towards the promised land. And God starts us on a journey. and those Israelites, when they left Egypt, they had come, had to, to come into uh, contact with, with a lot of different problems. A lot of adversaries, a lot of uh, roadblocks were in the way. They were uh, pursued by the Egyptians. They were trapped. They were left in circumstances where they had no water, they had, you know, no food, or they had all kinds of problems, and they were struggling with wanting to do right and be right. And you know, we, we see wilderness mentalities coming out. They would say things like, Oh, we just we just need to go back to Egypt where things were you know, better for us there and it never was true. And the complaining and the idolatry that they committed and all of these things begin to rise up out of them and God had to deal with them. And show them that they needed to learn to believe Him for everything. And to trust Him. This loving God who was willing to put manna on the ground every single day for 40 years. Wow. He called forth water out of the rock. Moses was instructed to call forth the water out of the rock. The first time he smote the rock and the water came out and it was enough for over a million people. Wow. God provided. He put a pillar of fire in front of them at night to guide and a cloud by day. So many things that God showed his relationship with his people. He wants to do that in me and you. And while we're on this journey, there's going to be some things that we may have to disentangle ourselves from. And there's three nets that I see that we can be enslaved to. We're going to be talking about legalism. That's a dependence on moral law rather than on personal religious faith. If we depend upon our own works, our own goodness, we'll be in trouble. And so, we're going to talk about that in the coming sessions that's coming up. And we're going to talk about some intellectual traps or some philosophies of men, some things that can creep in to theology that will ensnare us, entrap us, and get us out of a biblical view. And then we're also going to talk about cultural nonsense and inverted values. You know, there's a, there's a lot going on in our society today. In social media, you often see where good has become evil and evil has become good. The inverted value systems of the world have to come out of us. And we have to disentangle ourselves from these things that are trying to ensnare us and keep us from living in a victorious state. I want to encourage you, Christian. Let's get in the Word together. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to work on us and break down the strongholds of the enemy. Break down the thought patterns that are a net of ensnarement. And let's give it to God. Let the Word of God transform your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Oh. We need this teaching and we need to break the strongholds of legalism that teaches us that we have to do things by a works method. And we need to be free from doctrinal impurities and philosophies of men. And we need to turn away from the nonsense of inverted values in in our culture today. I hope this podcast has ministered to you and excited you about what's to come in the next few weeks. God bless you.